Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be going through all of this week's Disney Plus news. So we're going to be talking about what's coming up in November. We'll be talking about why The Last Man being cancelled, sharing our thoughts on only murders in the building finale, plus loads more bits and pieces that have been announced, um, like some shuffling of some release dates, etc. But before we go any further, a couple of bits of housekeeping, if you haven't already done so, make sure you are subscribed to the audio or video platforms, either Spotify or iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube. Remember to go check us out over at whatsonatdisneyplus.com. Bookmark, favorite, subscribe to the email, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, whichever ways you need to to keep up with our latest stories. And a big thank you and to hello to all of our supporters on Patreon and YouTube channel members. It helps keep the lights on, helps cover all of our bills. It really makes a massive difference for your support. You can support us from as little as $2 a month. And if you become a gold or a diamond tier level, you also get a shout out on the podcast. A big hello to um, the owner, Ben, Raphael, Ice Cream Man 616, Adam, Robert, J Blue, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Well, over on the Patreons, a big hello um, to Andrew, Jacob, Caleb, Red Mars Man, Aero G. Andrew, Cody, Darren, The Juice, Lester, and Lauren. Obviously, a huge hello and thank you to Sarah for being at the executive level. On that note, let's jump into the news. So, I mean, as per usual, um, usually at this point now, we're going to start looking at what's coming up in November. We got the lists this week for the United States. We also got the UK list. So I won't go through the full UK list. I'll just pick out a few highlights but we'll go through the US list first off because that's the, the most important one. So there's going to be a few things here we're going to be talking about while we move along. So on Wednesday, the November the 3rd, we'll be getting some new episodes from the third season of Amphibia, some new episodes of Dino Ranch, uh, some new episodes of Photo Arc and Storm Rising, along with um, the penultimate episode of Doogie MD. Uh Moving on from there, on Friday, November the 5th, we'll be getting a number of movies, including Alvin and the Chipmunk, Chipwrecked, Jingle All the Way, Jingle All the Way 2, which I didn't even know they existed, uh, Prep and Land and Operation Secret Santa. I don't know. I, I'm really struggling if I've seen that one. Because um, I've seen the, the other shorts, but I don't know if I, I didn't realize it was a short short. Uh, the only time I've ever seen Prep and Landing were when they were on a part of the uh, Hollywood studios Christmas yeah. that where they project them on the wall. I have never seen any of their actual shorts. Oh, I I've, I've seen them. And I'm just wondering if I've seen that one or not, because um, you've got like there's prep and landing and then there's a, the, uh, the uh, naughty and nice. So I'm going to have to look, see if I've, I've seen that one. Probably have. Also getting a number of buddies movies, including Santa buddies, the search for Santa Claus, snow buddies, space buddies, and X-Men first class. Anything jump out from those two from that week? Well, uh, one of those things isn't like the others, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> X Men First Class was a was one of the better X Men movies. I I think it was a good soft reboot of the series. Um, the one that followed after it, uh, Days of Future Past, was or yeah, was pretty good too. So, hmm. looking forward to that. I might even watch it. It's been a long time since I've seen First yeah. Class. Um, I'm not planning on seeing any of these. You want to watch buddies. Snow Buddies, don't you? Yes, you do. You, know, you don't want to watch all the dog movies. <laughs> if I was going to watch one, don't you think I'd watch Space Buddies? And that, Maybe, that yeah. seems more more my alley. But <laughs> no, I don't think that's a priority. I think Jingle All the Way. I, met, um, I must be honest. I haven't seen that one in a long time, so I might I might give that one a whirl. Um, looking here on the following week on Wednesday the tenth. 
we're getting the finale of Doogie MD. Um, something might happen by then. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> um, we're going to get some new episodes of Mickey Mouse Funhouse. And then, obviously, um, on Friday, November the 12th, it is Disney Plus Day. So loads of stuff coming here. This is basically, I would imagine, the entire month's lineup. So we've got a whole host of shorts, which were previously available on Netflix, like uh, Frozen Fever, Feast, Paperman, Tangled Ever After. There's a load of them arriving. A few that that were missing. There's a few that are not quite dropping, but that's the majority of them. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. A new short from The Simpsons, The Jungle Cruise. I mean, those two movies alone, I mean, that's just a great lineup itself just for the month. Um, Ciao Alberto, which is a Pixar Lucas short. I'm going to try and pronounce this one. Entre Ladeazos, um, which is a, a brand new series from Latin America. Um, we're getting the entire season at once. So they're going into, um, I'd say this is probably one of the biggest new releases on Disney Plus that is. Um, kind of an international show you know which is which is great i'm loving the idea that they're giving this one and we're getting like a global release for this one um it's yeah. it's not connected to coco i'm only asking that because they mentioned yeah. coco a couple of times in no here. um i think it's the grannies called coco mm. it's i but it might be something that that's just what you know maybe coco is like what they use for granny or gran or i don't know maybe who knows could be completely separate i think it's just a, a coincidence we're also getting home sweet home alone um you know the a lot of people are excited about that one. Um, <laughs> so very excited. Yes. Uh, we're also getting the Marvel Studios 2021 Disney Plus Day Special, which explores the Disney Plus series of the MCU, past, present, and future. So it looks like we're getting a little bit of a preview there of the Marvel ones. We're also getting Olaf Presents, which is a brand new series of shorts where he kind of recreates some of the movies. Getting episodes one to five of the world according to Jeff Goldblum season two. We did get a, a trailer for that this week. Did you happen to see that one? I did watch it. Um, nothing unexpected. It looks like it's following exactly in the the steps of season one. Um, it. I was going to say that it, if it's not coming out with a whole bunch of other stuff the way that season one did, you know, it was, it was a launch title. Maybe it wouldn't get lost. But of course, it's coming out on Disney Plus Day where. Um, everything is coming out, so I don't know. Yeah, well, we're getting five episodes. One on magic, one on fireworks, one on monsters, one on dogs, and one on dance. Um, not going to lie, the magic one looks pretty cool because it's got Penn and Teller in it, so I always like watching them. I mean, I remember them completely being so shocking when they when they jumped onto the scene. Um, dogs as well, just seeing him running around with dogs. I mean, like, I can't say anything more than that. I think that's definitely sells me. Um, but, yeah, it's just nice to see... Um, it's a bit of a strange one because, again, it, do you not feel like with this Disney Plus day, it's almost like, like you said, they're over, they're over jumping each other, and it like you kind of it's easy to like lose this in the run of everything. Well, I mean, you've got Jungle Cruise and uh, Shang Chi coming at coming out yeah. uh, on that day. Those, as you said, by themselves are major mm -hmm. releases. Either of those would draw people in. Just yeah with nothing else it's just like this is shang, shang chi day yeah. and we're also doing a bunch of announcements so you've got that you've got olaf which himself is is a pretty big draw i think uh especially for younger audiences and then you've got jeff goldblum on top of that it home sweet it, home alone um here was, in the, yeah globally as well yeah. we're getting the first two episodes of dope sick um that's right. premiering that day so that's a big um release i don't know i just i just find that i i personally feel like they've in some ways and it's very noticeable right now where we haven't really got a lot of fun stuff over the next couple of weeks. 
it kind of it feels like they've they've just pushed everything back. Or it would it might have been cool to have maybe you know Jeff Goldblum dropping weekly for the next five weeks, or um, maybe Home Sweet Home Alone could have come out like this. Um, I don't know. It's a trick. I feel like they feels like they just like held stuff back for this rather than giving you know just it's just got a little bit light because I mean there was no real originals like for the next three weeks, which kind of offsets with this whole thing really. Yeah, and I mean, um, we'll talk about these later, but mm-hmm. Only Murders in the Building is done. That was one yeah. of their big releases. Why the Last Man, we'll, again, we'll talk about that yeah. in a few minutes. Um, it's not done, but the mm-hmm. uh, interest in it has sharply dropped yeah. off due to some news for that one. Uh, it So, yeah, I, I mean, at the very least, Jeff Goldblum would have been something to talk about for a couple yeah. of weeks until we got to this. Uh, mm. I don't know. Yeah. We're also getting Under the Helmet, the legacy of the Boba Fett um, documentary special. So this is all about the legendary. So I'm expecting we'll get a little bit of a look, maybe there at the upcoming uh, book of Boba Fett. Um, so that, that ass- and there's. Yeah, I mean, I I'm assuming say, yeah. between that. Sorry, <laughs> we're stepping on each other there. I was yeah. going to say between between that, probably getting a look at Boba Fett and the MCU one, probably looking at Hawkeye. These are are going to be setting up uh, people staying with Disney Plus for the holidays. Also on the UK list, they had something called Streams Come True, the Disney Plus Day special. So I'm wondering if that might be because a lot of people have been asking about like how are they going to announce all this stuff? You know, because on the day they're going to be showing previews, news, lots of bits and pieces. So we're kind of expecting this big presentation. Now, are they going to do it live on YouTube? Is it going to be on Facebook, Twitter? Or are they just going to drop the whole special directly onto Disney Plus? In to, I mean, it would make sense. In, I mean, it's a kind of catch strain too. If you drop a video onto social media, it grabs everybody. Whereas if you pop it on, it would make sense in some ways to maybe tell the Disney Plus fans first and then run it on YouTube at the same time, you know, maybe, or they or do a live of it. I don't know. They haven't announced any details what they're doing on the day. Um, in one hand, a long stream like, you know, this DC fandom or like the investors day last year can be good, but also kind of combines everything. So maybe if they spread it out a little bit throughout the day, you know, they might get a bit more news that way. I don't know. Uh, it could be like that Twitter storm that we had a couple of weeks before Disney, Disney plus actually launched when uh, oh, yeah. they were, they were dropping something like every 15 or 20 minutes. And that was, uh, it certainly generated buzz, but it also meant that the smaller titles kind of fell through the cracks. Um, I think it would make more sense to just put uh, put the special up on YouTube and yeah. and generate it that way. Obviously, you want to reach the people who are going to watch it on Disney Plus, but this is also a marketing. They they want yeah. you to go, hey, you're not subscribed to Disney Plus right now, but look, you could be watching Shang Chi, you could be watching yeah. the Jungle Cruise, and we've got Hawkeye and Boba Fett coming up. Look at all the stuff you're missing out on. So. I view this more as a promotional than it is for um, thanks for being a subscriber kind of deal. Yeah, it's definitely it's going to be interesting to see how this works. So hopefully we'll find out this week what's going on because I mean we're getting pretty close to it now. You know we're only what like three weeks yesterday, yes. Um, so we're like two and a half weeks. So hopefully we'll find out exactly what's going on. I think a live presentation builds that community thing of everyone tuning in and watching it at the same time. And yeah, so that's that's going to be interesting to see how this works, but. That looks pretty cool. Um, on Wednesday, November the 17th, we're getting new episodes of uh, Disney's Magic Bake Off, Last uh, Life Below Zero, Next Generation, and Minnie's Bow Tunes. 
Plus, on Friday, we're getting our, Chris, our Muppets Christmas Letters to Santa, Adventure Through the Walt Disney Archives. Now, this one was originally released on the D, on D23 um, back earlier this year. They put that up for GOAD members there first, which at the time was a bit like, why? I, I know they're, they're paid subscribers and stuff, but it's a bit like, sometimes you question, like, why Disney move, they, they move things around and release stuff all over the place for the sake of it. Also getting Puppy for Hanukkah, which is a music video and the pixar story drops because that's been held up elsewhere um anything jump out for you that week um i am looking forward to watching the muppets it's always it's always fun to see them i'm just looking here um i think there was something here um no okay so then moving on from wednesday november the 24th we're getting becoming custo which is a brand new documentary which is actually hitting cinemas this weekend um from national geographic one i'm actually looking forward to that one um as a scuba diver so that should I mean, be we, fun. we both have mentioned it several times mm. definitely looking yeah. forward to becoming custo we're also getting pj mass new episodes port alaskan port protection alaskan season four looks like that's been delayed because that was supposed to come out next week so it looks like that one's been pushed back Puppy Dog Power with some more episodes in Secrets of the Zoo Tampa. And then we're getting two episodes of Hawkeye, which is going to be a lot of fun. And oh, then yeah. over the next few days on Thanksgiving, we're getting uh, the first episode of The Beatles Get Back. The following Friday, the day after, we're getting the second part along with uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. I can't believe they've actually dusted that for or dusted Ernest off because I remember see, every time you should get a video shot, there used to be piles and piles of them. And it was like, I never got them. I never thought they were funny. So I, I, even as a kid, I didn't think they were good. I honestly don't remember if I thought they were funny or not as a kid. I know my father thought they were very funny. Um, <laughs> I, I might try it just because I haven't seen an Ernest video since I was like eight. Mm. Uh, plus, he was the voice of of Slinky Dog in in Toy Story, so at least yeah. there's that. But yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a low priority item. But I I suspect there are people who will be happy to see this. There, mm. the Ernest movies do have a legacy of sorts. Yes, and then we're getting Duck the Halls of Mickey Mouse Christmas Special, Ice Age, A Mam of Christmas, plus the second part of The Beatles. And then on the following day after that, so three days running, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're getting new episodes of that Beatles Get Back. Now, before I jump into anything else, there's a couple of things I just want to highlight um, here. Um, in the UK, we're getting new episodes of American Dad, the latest season. We're also getting um, The Premise, which is a new FX series that's going to be dropping. Uh, there's going to be some other new um, originals as well dropping in the UK. Um, Hysteria, and I'm trying to think there was, there was another one as well, which I'm just trying to find. Obviously, I said about Dope Sick. But we're actually we're getting um, quite a few different bits and pieces dropping um, internationally. Also, down in um, Australia, they're going to start getting things like Station 19, Grey's Anatomy, um, the Queens. That's also been confirmed for them. So they're getting quite a few bits and pieces. So the international lineup's a little bit stronger um overall but yeah what do you what do you think of like sort of november's lineup i mean if if you took disney plus day out of it or if you spread yeah. it out yeah um it'd be a lot more impressive now that there's stuff coming out almost every week that i'm like yes yeah. i'm looking forward to that but stuffing all the major releases onto a single day was was a little bit um odd certainly yeah. I mean, like for me now, I'm looking at this list. I'm thinking, right, okay, so I got the Beatles, which I'm, I'm interested in watching because, um, you know, but it's like, okay, cool, I'll check that one out. The Hawkeye, must see. That's just a that's just yeah. a must see. That's that's the highlight really for the whole month. Um, so you got that one there. I'm um, Home Sweet Home Alone. I'll check it out. 
it's, it looks fun. And Becoming Cousteau is another show I'm looking forward to. The, the Pixar, Lucas Short, sounds cool. But, like, it was like Shang-Chi. And, yeah, I'll watch it again, but I've seen it at the cinema. Jungle Cruise, I had it on Premier Access. So it's, it's a bit like, okay, well, those are big ones I've already kind of seen. And it's just kind of a bit like, oof. Okay, I'm much more excited about Dope Sick. I mean, I've seen the first two episodes, but I can talk about them next week. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it just feels a little bit of like, oh, okay. You know, I heavily leveled up for Thanksgiving with the Beatles. But if you're not interested in the Beatles, you know, I mean, that weekend's a bit better because you've got the coming gusto, Hawkeye, and Beatles. So you've got a little bit of a mixer. But the rest of the, the it's literally like, it feels like Thanksgiving and Disney Plus Day. Those are the only two. Um, times we're getting some decent content. Yeah, I mean, it, at least for the states, Thanksgiving will be a big watch day. I mean, everyone will yeah. be with their families. There'll be stuff to watch on Thanksgiving, but it does feel like they're just kind of making time before Hawkeye, and then obviously Book of Boba Fett yeah. at the end of the year. Um, and I, I kind of suspect that's a little bit of what no, uh, Disney Plus Day is. It's kind of a, yeah. don't, don't worry, we know we're in a, a slow period right now, but we've got these mm. for you. And then if you just hold out another couple of weeks, we got Hawkeye. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's still not nearly as bad as it was in like January or no. anything like that. But it, we are in a, a, a lull right now. It's funny, really, because I kind of think of like November as like peak season. Like we're in like peak television season now like between october and like february is when we get all the big hits coming in and like i just feel like they've not hit maybe it's you know they have said before they got hit with some delays and some things got shifted back um it's funny really because it's it, i mean there's some good stuff on there i mean shang chi and jungle cruise are two big titles um and i actually think the disney plus day i think it's probably the easy the best day of new content since probably since the launch of Disney Plus, I mean it is an incredible day. Um, so I don't want to take anything away from Disney Plus Day. I've, I mean that is really heavily lined up. It just when you it, it just looks like they went, oh, we need something from that week, and we take them in from that week. We put them all on here. It just makes that week look better. And it's like, yeah, but now these two weeks you got nothing on. <laughs> yeah. No, nothing to take away from Disney Plus Day, and, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who have not seen the Jungle Cruise or. Yeah. Uh, Shang Chi, who will be very happy to get it as part of their subscription. I mean, that's that's the yeah. uh, that's the whole thing right now is uh, is streaming leeching away from box office sales because you could have gotten either of these at the box office, um, but they're available. They will be available. Yeah, I mean, it's important to note here in like, for example, um, the UK throughout November as well. We're still getting on the Wednesday. We're getting The Premise, The Great North, Why the Last Man, Reservation Dogs, American Horror Story, American Horror Stories, Family Guy, Bless the Hearts, Last Man Standing, American Dad, and Nick's Dish, plus library content. And we're getting Chicken Squad, Miraculous uh, Tales of, of Ladybug, Cat Noir. So we're actually, that's, that is such a difference when you look at the Wednesdays, um, for example, like for what we're getting and what Australia are getting, and it's only like Canada and stuff, there's quite a few things. There was something else I want to bring up here that um, obviously is not a uh, part of um, the international or the US lineup. Um, Hitmonkey, Marvel's new animated adult um, series, Hitmonkey, is coming to Disney Plus around the world on November the 17th in the United States. You can watch it on Hulu. Um, so this is all about a snow monkey that becomes, that becomes an assassin. <laughs> and, kills, and kills his way through the Yakuza underworld. 
I'm looking forward to this. I've got no knowledge of Hitmonkey at all. No information at all on this. So I've seen the trailer, seen the poster, and I'm like, yeah, that looks good. So this is another, this is something else interesting to watch. Um, this is another little thing I am looking forward to. This and Dope Sick. So that's, that's again, a kind of big series internationally on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, this this does look pretty good. Um, I'm I'm a bit cautious considering Modoc looked really good and then yeah. it was incredibly boring. But uh, this is a different production team. Mm. We've seen some of the action. Looks like it should be a lot of fun. There really is nothing to know about Hitmonkey. He's a fairly recent character. I think only a handful of years old. And he was a joke character. It was literally just a play on the name, and and they kind of went with it. And that gives them the freedom to do whatever they want with the character though. So yeah. we'll definitely at least try it and hopefully it will be better than Modoc was. And I've got to point this out because it's something notice here. Anything with this poster for hit monkey. I mean, it's got blood on it. Yep. Other than that, there is no star logo. Um, this ah, is a so continuation yes. of what seems to be happening internationally with a sort you know, they, they are now original series, November the 17th, only on Disney Plus. They are kind of, moving away from this star branding for their originals. Um, you can, you know, you're seeing this now. We've seen it. I've been talking about it in the last few weeks. We saw it with Dope Sick, but here we are, prime example, Hitmonkey. You know, they are not pushing star now as its own separate kind of entity now. It's there with the Disney logo slap bang on it. Um, again, it's just... When you see stuff like that, you go, "Yeah, okay, they, they've they've definitely made the change. <laughs> they've they've shifted, and it just looks much more simpler, doesn't it? You, you know, someone can look at that and just know where it is. You know, <laughs> without going, do yeah. I need to pay extra for it? But yeah, that was that's 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 another thing I am looking forward to. For so there's there is a lot next month, but it's a very odd month. It's I think again, I think maybe not having those weekly releases is the 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 key thing there of you know other than Doogie. <laughs> Um, but that's fair. So let's talk now about some other bits and pieces. Um, so this is again some new, some good international news this week. So um, it was a, a revealed that uh, Hardy Boys, not the WWE tag team, but the Hardy Boys, um, which is a Hulu original in the United States, um, has got an international release. Um, we're going to be getting season one at some point, and season two will be coming um, in 2022. So I remember Josh talking a lot about this series being on um, on there, but they've now announced that this will be a, like an international Disney Plus. So kind of makes sense. Almost like, you know, they realized that all of the Hulu originals, it makes sense to kind of turn them into, you know, Disney Plus originals internationally. Also, uh, Crossing Swords has been picked up for Latin America as well. Um, but things are definitely, things are moving around. But yeah, Hardy Boys, and you know, another new show coming for us internationally. And that, that's always going to be pretty cool. So I thought I'd mention that one as well. Yep. Uh, I never read the Hardy Boys growing up, but I was certainly aware of them. So this is a pretty big name. I have to admit, I had no idea they'd even made a season one uh, of this. <laughs> so uh, cool. I hope that it's good. Uh, maybe I'll try out an episode or two yeah. just to see if it, it's any good. I know when it came out, there was a lot of people kind of going, why is this not on Disney Plus? Because it's like perfect, like Disney Plus territory. But obviously it was made, it was like an external company uh, made it. But yeah, so that, that one there was pretty cool. It's definitely good to see that one there. Let's now talk about um, some changes to the release schedules. Um, this week they announced a number of changes. First off, these are for like um, 2022 and beyond. So Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has moved from the 25th of March to the 6th of May. And this then has caused like a 
like a domino effect for the Marvel movies with Four Love and Thunder moving then from May until the 8th of July. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is then moved back um, to November the 11th. That then has pushed back the Marvels into February the 17th, 2023. And then that then pushed um, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania um, back until July the 28th, 2023. The only one that wasn't, it didn't look like it got affected was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which are just doing it. I think they're literally about getting ready to film now because they've been filming some stuff for the theme park ride this week. And they've moved another Marvel movie a week earlier. And sadly, Indiana Jones got a bump of a whole entire year. He went from July 2022 to July to June 2023. So even though they're filming it right now, um, it was <laughs> Indiana Jones got a little bit longer to ferment. I mean, by the time that thing comes out, I just imagine how old um, Harrison Ford's going to be. <laughs> I think most people would be willing to let the Indiana Jones series end with the last crusade. Um, yeah, I'm getting very worried about this whole concept of time travel without the pictures of the sets. I mean, I, hopefully they're just brawling with like people on a t movie set or something like that. Cause I really, I, I'm really struck. It's like the concept of Indiana Jones going and it's like, I know Indiana Jones has you know, always had a bit of fantasy in it, but I think the aliens and it's like, it was always so old fashioned and like a, an adventure. I, I just really am not so keen on the idea of them going time traveling. No, it never saw yeah. four. I no, never saw never four. Seen. I have no intention of doing so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably for the best. Um, but now there's a couple of reasons for um the shift. Um, this some of it as well. I think with the concept of the writers' strike. There's also was the um the strike that they managed to avoid last week. Um. Obviously, as well, the what that has meant was that the strike they got averted last week. Um, instead of you know, they now got less hours to work per week because they have to rest. I mean, you know, it's such a they were really, I think, to be honest, they were just getting to the point where they were pushing everyone just too much to try and catch up. And you just unfortunately, you cannot catch up on a year's missing production, you just can't catch up at that stage. So, um, so there's been a little bit of a slowdown in production. You've also obviously had other issues with. Um, the pandemic still causing problems with, you know, if someone has to isolate, you know, they're everyone having to still space themselves out. Um, so that's still slowing things down. Plus, it looks maybe like they've maybe just shifted a little bit out of the winter just to kind of give themselves a little bit of a room. I mean, all of other DC fans were saying it's because they've all moved because of Batman. Yeah, they didn't move the entire MCU slate for two years because of trying to avoid the Batman. <laughs> I mean, while it looked good. I don't think Marvel really needed to um, <laughs> to move their entire film slate just to shift off a week away from um, from the Batman. Um, I know that would be a quite a nice win for um, hardcore DC fans, but yeah, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, um, let let them have the win. I, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't Batman, care if it's true or not. Just, yeah, the just... Batman looks really good. I've got to be honest. I'm, I love Batman movies. I think. I mean, I'm really excited about the new one. I think it looks great. But I do think, but I think the other thing as well, I think they look like they need a little bit more work on Doctor Strange. I think there's just lots of little delays. And I think they've just given themselves a few extra months to do everything. This might have then a knock-on effect with some of the Disney Plus shows. It might be why Miss Marvel got pushed back a little bit. Because um, if Miss, if the Marvel's movie isn't coming out now till 2023, they might want to push that. They might be pushed back much later next year. Um, that That might be why that's happened. Because originally we were going to get it like now. Um, but it would make sense if that 
if that's a little bit further away than we than we'd wanted. But it's a bit of a shame. But I mean, some of the dates. I mean, it's just kind of knock on effect. I think we've gone through so many changes and things. Um, I'm not too worried about it, but it actually gives us a little bit of a nice break. I think when Spider-Man drops, I mean, we don't know what Disney Plus shows we've got. You know, we could. Have, it's not like I don't think we're going from you know the end of Hawkeye at Christmas right through till um, May. I think there's going to be something dropping in there, be it She-Hulk or or Moon Knight or somebody. I think we probably should keep the expectations tempered on that. If they're going to drop something, it's probably going to be more like a what if style than one of the major live action shows. And I'm not, I don't know. It will. I, we'll think have to gonna, I, I think they're going to have to drop one in that time frame. I think you can't do, if they've got Moon Knight, She-Hulk and Miss Marvel next year, um, I'd imagine they'd want to get a one in at some point before the, before the summer starts. Um, I mean, I would, I would hope this so. Marvel would make the most sense because it's the one that's been made the first. Um, but yeah, um, they've all bit they. It would make sense for them to at least do something. I mean, I wouldn't be at all. I mean, I think Book of Boba Fett will keep us going till February, so I wouldn't be at all surprised if we saw something in March. That March might be a good time, and that will run right through March, March and April, and then be ready for May for these movies. Yeah, we'll we'll have yeah. to wait and see. Maybe we'll find out on Disney Plus Day. Yes, it, I'm it, sure. I'm sure we something. will. Yes, um, yeah. So there we go. So that is some of the some of the uh, movie releases. Um, it's going to be a bit of a pain, but nevertheless. Right now, let's also now talk now about why the last man. Now, this past week it was, um, and kind of announced by the showrunner that um, FX has decided not to move forward on a second season. Now it's currently airing on Hulu in the United States and on Disney Plus here in the UK, and <coughs> and. The thing is with this one is they've kind of said that it it got they didn't move forward for it. Apparently they had an interview, they had some meetings back in September. Just I mean, we're talking like weeks after the, the first episode had released. So they didn't have a lot of data. But the trouble is with this series that they started production, they started development like in 2015. And it's taken a long time to get throwing. They've gone, they had a couple of showrunners leave. They've also had the dream, they um, the, the main actor playing the main guy. He ended up, they re replaced him. And then they had the pandemic, which then delayed it even more so. And what that meant was that in October, they had to get um, all their contracts for all the actors and stuff were due to expire. So they were going to have to pay out, I think it was like $3 million to everyone to like extend their contracts. Now, apparently each episode costs about um, 8.5 million episode a piece. So that's 10 episodes. So you're closing up to like $90 million on these on this show plus probably marketing so you're looking at a hundred million plus dollar tv series and then you look at like you know the viewing the interest the interaction with people um i'm not entirely surprised because i mean it doesn't seem to like it made a dip on the the nelson chart and usually what they tend to do is by releasing a few episodes at once on that first opening day they're hoping that it's going to generate some buzz with like nelson as well because there's enough minutes to get viewed to get it higher, and um, yeah, it just it just looks like it all just fell apart. Apparently, they have been looking to see if they can find it on another network, but it's a bit tricky because it, Disney might have to sell the rights to the show to another company, or they've got to make it and then they sell it to maybe like HBO Max or Netflix or somebody has picked it up. We've seen something like that happen earlier this year with the right stuff and Rebel, where they try to go off and find homes. Personally, I, I can't see how anyone would want it. I, I, it's an expensive project. It's going to cost them a lot of money. And 
now you know that those that deal's gone you know the date has gone by maybe they haven't been i to me it just feels like this is a dead project now this is um a cancelled show it it costs a lot of money it took way too long to development and i gotta look at it now this was a pre-disney purchase this was i don't think this fx would have been able to have got this now if they went to go for it if they were the marvel excuse me we want to we want to buy a dc show what <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a, we've got a hundred, thousands of characters. Pick one. <laughs> I mean, you could look at it the other way, though, which is, oh, a chance to show up our competitor by taking one of their properties and actually making something good out of it. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, having a DC property, yes, it's from the creator-owned line. This isn't part of the yeah. Superman universe. So it, it's not a huge conflict, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, we're making this, but DC is the one profiting off of it. Which means HBO Max would be the most likely yeah. spot for it to end up since that's owned by the parent company. But I have to agree, with the viewership numbers as they are, Warner Brothers is going to look at this and go, is it worth the effort? Probably not, because they've got their own lineup of stuff now. I mean, yeah. uh, the HBO Max show, stuff like Doom Patrol and Titans and, and so on, are actually starting to come into their own. Mm. Uh, so there's no particularly good reason for them to take on such a huge financial burden for something that's not got this huge audience. Because... Like if you look back over shows, the the ones that end up getting picked up by another network, and it's very very rare. Off the top of my head, I can only think of like The Expanse getting picked up by Amazon after Sci Fi dropped it. Uh, a lot of the CW DC shows have kind of shuffled around. Are they on HBO Max yeah. or on the DCU? But that's still just shuffling within their own yeah. environment. I think Manifest is like the most recent one that's coming. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's always a case of these are like movies that are shows that have got a cult classics that have become popular why the last man the, they didn't even get a chance to, to get running and the job is now is it's like this is an ongoing show we still got i think three or four episodes left to go depending on where you are and i'll be honest for me it was just along the lines of oh, well i'm not watching it now i, I just stopped watching yeah. it um i was just along, I, it came on the other day and i'm like you know what what's the point i'm never gonna get a, i'm never gonna get an ending because it's supposed to be like a four or five season show it's like, I might as well just read the comic book now to find out really what happened because it's just like, well, I'm never going to get the, um, I'm never going to get the res and the trouble is, and I call this the, the star curse right now. The Disney has released so many series onto Disney Plus this year. Um, Hellstrom, Next, Filthy Rich, um, was it? You know that they've all been cancelled. Rebel got cancelled. We also had. Um, maybe not in the same vein, but we had like a mixed dish was launched here after it'd been cancelled, you know, and after the second season, you know, the Bless the Hearts launched here after the second season had been cancelled. And it was like, you know, just this constant feeling of like all these shows keep getting cancelled. And then all oh, we, we release them on this because they've been taking too long to get here. Had we got them on the same date that the US did, it wouldn't have been so bad. But it's a little bit like wow, like half the originals on Disney Plus at the minute on the star side have been cancelled. You know, there's, and it does, it, for me, it was just on the lines of, oh, just, what's the point? I might, as well, I might as well watch something else because it's just like, yeah, I, I mean, the show's, it, it's been good, but it's been getting a little bit sluggish in the middle here. And now I'm like, it's what's the point? And I, you know, I, I was the same thing with Hellstrom where I got halfway through and just kind of, the, the urgency goes because it's like well it doesn't matter anymore and i think once how, how many people are going to be like us where what's the point why you know you know it's not ending um and it just leaves you then you know you're gonna have a cliffhanger and i'm never gonna know what happened <laughs> right and and 
I think this is the first time where it's been happening while the show has still been airing. Like you said, most of the ones that you were talking about, they were new in the UK, but had already been out in the US for, in some cases, like a year. So, well, Rebel was the only one that wasn't. That had only been, that was still halfway through the season in the US, and it hadn't. We were like a week away from the launch in the UK, and they dropped it. it was like, okay, you guys have like not even given it chance to get an audience internationally. You know, you're not even giving it a shot. Yeah, and well, it's hard for them, to, hard for them to project out how they'll yeah. do internationally. I assume that they they still operate on the assumption that the U.S. is the main market and international is just kind of a bonus. Yeah. Hopefully, that changes over the years, especially now that the international Disney Plus market is uh, expanding, and you know, we've got APAC and such coming up. But, um, but yeah, it, for why the last man. Last week we were commenting on how slow it was. And we're like, oh my goodness, it's already halfway through and it feels like, but we were yeah. willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. It's like, oh, there's a five year plan. Yeah. It'll, it'll be okay. It, it can go slow because mm -hmm. it's long term and now it's not. Um, if you are enjoying the show, just to anybody out there, just read the comic. The comic is yeah. complete. It's been done for uh, more than a decade at this point. It, the show wasn't following it closely, but it's close enough where you can just kind of mm -hmm. jump in and, and enjoy it. Uh, it's too bad, yeah. but I probably oh well. just drop it. I'll probably just drop into Wikipedia and get the cliff notes. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's certainly that too. I uh, get at least find out like what was the cause? Did they yeah. did they cure I just it? Think, the you know, I, yeah, you know, just waiting for Iron Man to come back, click his fingers, and all the men come back. That's kind of uh, <laughs> no, well. That was the DC Marvel crossover. You didn't know was coming. Yeah. So there we go. So the, it's it's just disappointing. I think as I think as we were enjoying it, you know, it's like oh okay. So there we go. So that's so that show's done. So we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it because basically, I mean, I'm, we're just not gonna watch it. Um, there's other stuff to watch. I mean, we've just had American Horror Story season ten drop here, and my wife is literally plowing through season nine this over the last couple of days because <laughs> um, that dropped last week. But yeah, so there's lots of other stuff to be watching. Um, so let's talk about um, let's do the let's do the fun one. Do do EMD this week. Um, actually had a little bit of um, doctor stuff in there. There was actually yeah. some medical drama in this one of you know showed up a big you know smith coming in um and kind of showing him up that he's not all that and you know it's like i need somebody and then i don't know what to do and yeah uh, it, it was okay i didn't mind this week's episode it was probably the, the strongest one since the, the the pilot i would agree with that i again because the focus was medical hmm. i wouldn't say that his character was kind of like, what am I supposed to do? Like, it, it's the difference between an OR doctor and an ER doctor, right? Because yeah. uh, he's used to being, like, in a completely sterile environment. Yeah. He's got full control over everything. You know, he's like Doctor Strange at the beginning mm -hmm. of the movie. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't deal with emergencies. Everything's planned yeah. out days and months in advance. And then he's in the Hawaiian hospital where they're at. And it's like, nope, this is an ER. People are just kind of coming in and you got to do whatever you got to do. Um, and he did. Though, after a couple of minutes of like, what am I supposed to do here? It's like, okay, well, uh, they don't need me as a doctor. I will just be an extra pair of hands and, and assist them, you know, the way a nurse does. Yeah, nothing quite like having one of the top countries surgeons than just being a nurse to a 16-year-old. Exactly. A nice use of, of uh, expertise there. Um, I, I, like I said, I like the idea that they went like, back a little bit more into the her trying to do something at work rather than boys and cheerleading like last week's, which was just dire. Um, so this week's one was a little bit better. 
I think because it's the only like Disney Plus originals, but like okay, we'll I'll give it a bit, of, I'll give it a benefit of the doubt. Um, but that that seemed fine. Again, I, I quite like the dad storyline with kind of like you know him him not feeling like he should be in the old class, but he's then the whippersnapper of of their group. And I, I thought that wasn't too bad because I'm, I'm not too far off the same age, so it was a bit I, like I, I get I feel that too. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's 45. He's in the sunset. I'm like. No, he's not. 45 is in the sunset. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, as, as, yeah, because it's the I, same thing with, um, with like life saving, which I used to do and stuff. It was usually, they used to be called the Masters, and it was that kind of thing. You hit 40, and you went into the like the Masters division. It was like, yeah. But then again, of course, every year they get a new batch. It's like that thing, and they don't want to go into it. I thought that was cool. I also thought it was quite fun with the kid just like going completely nuts on the syrup in the van. That, don't don't as, get high on your own source, as the father yeah. said. As as um someone that you know that grew up with a dad, you know when we had we had an ice cream truck when we when I was a kid with my dad being an ice cream truck driver, you know yeah. So you you, you it's it's a completely completely understood that we've all been there, we've all done that. Toffee <laughs> sauce. That's that I have to admit though that scene with him just eating all the syrup or drinking all the syrup was. <laughs> Was up there with like Lord of the Rings eating the tomato in terms of just grossness. It was yeah. like I, <laughs> I'm glad I ate the, I watched this with no appetite because I would have lost my appetite watching him eat that. <laughs> now, so again, this one wasn't too bad. This one was a little bit of a pickup, um, but so far I am just finding this show just to be. Yeah, it's just it's just a bit slow. It's a bit it's a bit um it, um dire. I, this was a better episode, but honestly, we wouldn't be talking about this if we weren't in the middle of the doldrums right now. Yeah. Um, so we obviously had a big release this week, which was the finale of Only Murders in the Building. So luckily what they did, because the whole of the Europe was a week behind everybody else, they then went, you know what, everybody? You can all have a, you can all have a two-episode finale, which was great. So that meant that then everybody on Tuesday got, the, got a full catch-up. And everyone was able to enjoy the finale. There was no ruining it, no spoiling it. Um, and now I'm going to be honest, we, we, we are going to talk about it now, but it's been out for like five days, so it's been long enough. What a great ending to a series. I've this, It was so action-packed. There was loads of stuff happening. Everything kind of lined up. Um, you know, there was adventure in there. You know, I wasn't expecting that whole aspect of them. And I mean, you know, we did joke about the fact of it being being her for the last couple of weeks but this one she just like leveled up and just steve martin just being drugged i mean he was so funny especially when he was in that go-kart the, go the dog the dog push chair yeah the dog push chair I, but i think this is also proof of why um why they used steve martin and martin short and such like that like the the level of acting that they had to pull off some of those scenes was really high and, and they did a great job with it. I'm particularly fond of, um, I, I call it the princess bride moment, I guess when he, they're in the basement and he he's picturing himself standing up like, <laughs> like Harry Wills does. He gets out of bed. He has that great monologue or he's like, uh, getting out of bed and then, and then he, he no, he's actually still in the dog cart and he can't speak because he's, because I, yeah, I didn't see that coming. I did. I did laugh. I, I thought it was easily the, the best episode of the season because it built up to it, hadn't it? You know, you'd set that whole thing up, and obviously with the big shock, shock ending. Um, yeah, just to set up season two. Um, just, I just really enjoyed it. So, this has been a, literally a highlight of the last like two months. Just watching this every week. Yeah, the only thing that bothered me about the ending was um, that 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 shock ending with with them all 
was revealed like in the first five minutes of the first episode. If you go back and watch, they yeah. had the flash forward and it was like, yeah. but this flash forward had absolutely nothing to do with season one at all. What the heck is this? I now, suppose it's, yeah. So that's so us thinking in a different direction as a red. I, yeah. And I wasn't very fond of that one. I'm okay with the, the Tina Fey one that we had yeah. like after episode four or something like that, where it's like where we got the, her podcast, which is the only yeah. murder murderers in the building. Um, that one I was fine because that that made it interesting. Um, I I don't know the that first flash forward kind of bugs me now. But other than that, it was a great episode. This is a really good series. There's a lot of fun. Some of the middle episodes got a little fluffy, a little let's kind of drag this out. Yeah, you know, it could have yeah. maybe been two or three episodes shorter and still had the same impact. But certainly looking forward to season two. This is uh this was just a lot of fun. This is. I will be honest. I think for me, this is one of the highlights of this is going to be in like probably in the top five series of the year. Um, this was a, such a great show. Um, from I'm looking back like now, if like every week just watching it and just enjoying it and just really, um, it's just something about it. Just something caught my attention with it. The you know the actors and stuff were sort of fun in it. The story they were they were playing it. They were playing it straight, but playing it funny at the same time, which was a weird combination. But you know, it just worked. It just, it just worked. I mean, the introduction of, you know, when they brought in his stunt double, you know, that was something that's completely random, but it added to it. Um, yeah, I, just, I, it's such a great show. I really, this is like a really good recommendation for everyone, you know, on Hulu or on anyone that's got Disney Plus internationally. Check out Only Murders in the Building. It is one, I think, it is without doubt the, the best star original, like right now. There's just, you know, this is top, top end. You know, you really, this is the top end shows of the year. But, you know, just really happy with that one. The finale ended and you just kind of, that's so cool. That was such a great episode. And that's that's what you want. You end it on a high, but then lead into the next season. I, I'm definitely looking forward to season two. I already said that. Um, I feel like you could probably watch this a second time too and see if you can mm. pick up the clues that you missed the first time around because now that you know how it's how it ends, they see if they laid it out properly or not. Yeah. But no, no, really cool show. Love that one. Um, we also got a new episode of Assembled, which was the making of Black Widow. So this is like a kind of behind the scenes look at how they made the movie. Kind of like essentially I would say all the you all the behind the scenes videos that they put on a Blu-ray, they just edit it together into one um long edit. And I actually think it works. I actually think this is a far better way of watching it. The pacing seems a bit better. They seem to spend a little bit longer with each person. Um, you know, because I quite liked all the aspect of the, the training that they all went through. And they also were able to kind of go back a little bit and look at like like Black Widow as a whole of like how she's how it's evolved. I thought it was a pretty good solid episode. Um I've been enjoying Assembled. It is, a, it is. I think this is much, like I said, it, is, it just feel like all the YouTube video things that they would have put together, but it, it just makes more sense like this. Yeah, this could very easily be a fluff piece of just like, go watch Black Widow and here's some, some trailer footage and here's them talking about how great it was. But no, they actually go into it and they talk about uh, why they did things. I think my favorite parts are almost always the, like the special effects stuff. Mm. Um, you know, showing the layering, showing all the things that you miss. Because, you know, we do harp on the obvious special effects, which is normally like people moving, like, yeah. um, like we, uh, the taskmaster swinging on yeah. the bridge. You know, it's like okay, that's very obviously a VFX shot. But then you you see the background, you're like, 
okay, there's whole aspects to this that I did not realize were special effects at all yeah. uh, because it, they're, they're background pieces, like adding mountains to the camper yeah. site. So it looks like they're in the Alps or in Norway or, or wherever it was they were. And that's, that's a VFX shot and you don't even notice it, which is what yeah. it, it, which means it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You wouldn't, you'd like you said, they kind of create, create the area where they want to be. But yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Solid episode. One of the things I did find interesting was I hadn't quite realized how they connected up to the Avengers movie with um, the main villain and the, the daughter. I, I, because I, I mean, it's literally it's like a throwaway line in in the movie, and then they kind of built an entire movie around a subplot that I completely forgot about. <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, hey, Lucasfilms, take note. This is how you do it. This is not uh, Solo or Rogue One where they're like, we need to fill in the gap on some. Uh, completely inconsequential plot hole. No, this is this is taking a plot point and going, you yeah, know, we can expand on that. We can actually tell a story with this. Um, and this isn't the first time they've done that in the MCU. Like the the whole Ten Rings thing from the first Iron yeah. Man and then the third Iron Man that that evolved into Shang Chi, and uh, so they they've been doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding story points, though, one thing that was going through my head on this though is is very interesting with these behind the scene docs where the uh when they're talking about the story and what they want to do with it, uh, how a lot of the times what they think the story is and what we think the story is, uh, doesn't always line up. And there were a couple of points where they were talking during this and like, that might've been what you were intending to do, but that did not come across at all in the movie. I was like this whole thing, like with the, with like all the women fighters being like ballet and all the rest was like, okay. Didn't even remotely even um, cross my mind. There's like a load of assassins that beat people. I didn't like, didn't didn't click that at all. Um, but there again, it's like it is. You know, sometimes they do. I would say sometimes, and it's like with everything, and it's not just the movies. I think no matter what project you do, and it, we all do it, you get too close to it, and you can't see the. You think you know, or you think that. You, you everyone knows what you're talking about or you've got something in your head but you've not but you're so close to it you can't actually see it um and i think we all do that and sometimes and i think they obviously some you know it's the same thing with um movies and tv shows where they get they've put a lot of effort into like that thing you know this thing here is this because of this 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 and this yeah but you didn't actually say any of that so it's just something red <laughs> so yeah no <laughs> But it goes the other way, too. Sometimes you're just like, um, why is the phone red? Well, the prop happened to be red when I picked it up. That That's the entire meaning of yeah. it. It was a red phone. But then you'll have some fans going, well, the red symbolizes the anger that he's feeling. right?" <laughs> and like, no, literally, it was just a red prop. That, that's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so it does go both ways. Yeah. Um, it it can be fun to see what people come up with, though. Yeah, so we'll get another one of these, I suspect, just after Shang-Chi has dropped onto Disney Plus, and then we'll have another one um, later this year for Hawkeye. Probably, maybe, I don't know if it'll be on the on the I'll either hit the week after or the week after again. We still got a we still got a what if um oh we got a what if assembled. I think that one's coming up next week. Uh, and I assume that there will be a Shang-Chi assembled at some point yeah. as well. Yeah, so we've got a few of these coming up, so these are these are usually pretty cool. So there we go. So what have, have you watched anything else on Disney Plus this week? Um, I was getting caught up on, uh, or getting caught up with 
what they do in the chat, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. So I don't know if we're planning on talking about that. I know they announced it's coming over. Uh, so I'm finishing up season two. Yeah. Season three just finished here. I haven't watched any of season three. I think seasons one and two I was just dropped here in the UK or was coming up. Um, in a couple of weeks, it's, it's coming up. Um, we're just waiting here in the UK on the BBC. Have a they had a contract with F FX, and it kind of expires this like this year. So we literally just why the FX shows us starting to drop much quicker because now the the contract with the BBC has kind of expired and the same thing seems to be happening in Australia with Binge because I think their contract with for FX content I don't know if it expires like it's coming because FX shows are generally going to be they're all um Disney Plus exclusives going to be here in, um, eventually but we're, again we've got that same problem that HBO have where they just need these contracts to run out that were made pre Disney Plus um so that one's yep. pretty cool. Um, Jonathan so, Rose. Well, Reservation Dogs, did you watch? Have you watched any of that? Yes. Yes, I watched the first three episodes. Well, I watched the first two last week and then the yeah. third one this week. Um, I, we were not doing a, a formal review of that, but I, I really enjoyed the first two episodes, and then the third episode felt like a bit of a misstep to me. Yeah, um, I haven't got around to watching the third one yet. Um, it's it's the first two. I, it just felt very fresh and original. I think that's what I liked about it. It was, it just felt so different. The, the humor was different, um, but also the setting and just telling a different kind of story. Because I mean, I have, you know, I've, I've gone right across the U.S. on a couple of occasions and have spent a bit of time out in, you know, out in the, the center, and it's so different. And it is very different. And we only see, like, you know, only some fractions of it. But it's such a different way of life. And I mean, you can attest because you literally live slap bang in the middle. Um, you know, but it is very different from the city life and from the coastal life. I I wouldn't compare my living to what they're yeah. going through either, because I, I am near one of the major yeah. cities out in the Midwest. So the their town and and my city look yeah. completely different. Um, that said, I have spent some time out on a reservation before, and uh, it captures it really well. From what I remember, now, again, yeah. my my experience on a reservation was very 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 small, but. Um, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying the series. I'm looking forward to. I I don't know. Are we going to talk about future episodes or not? Because if we're not yes. going to, I'll just go ahead and finish the series. And if we are, then I'll be like, all right, yeah, I'll go on the. Yeah, we're we're, we're on like weekly episodes, but I've, it's already like finished in Australia and uh, already finished in New Zealand and Canada. Um, so yeah, you carry on and watch the rest of it because it does feel like. Um, it feels like an interesting show. I'm, I'll be carrying on with it, but it'll be a few weeks before I completely catch up. But again, it's been such a stretched out release schedule that it's just like it's no point looking at it um like weekly now because everyone every country's in a different <laughs> a different yeah. time and it's always it's always trickier that thing but I, I really enjoyed it definitely definitely a highlight to me again another strong FX show for Disney Plus um and obviously on Hulu it just it, I, it just really fun. It, it's very interesting because a lot of the times it has a fairly straightforward but serious tone to it. <laughs> And then you've got this random <laughs> Apache warrior from the Battle of Bighorn, like who's his like. But he's not one of the. Inhabit- but he's not one of the main ones either. He's just some random thing as well. I'm not no, he 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 died because his horse tripped in a gopher hole. He wasn't even part of the battle, and, and it, it's just like that kind of off the wall yeah. bonkers stuff. It, it's a really different series. It's only half an hour long. Each episode is mm-hmm. only thirty minutes long, so it's not a huge commitment. I'd say give it a try if it's on uh, a platform that's available in your area. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a cool little show. Again, definitely one of the highlights on 
like the original series for Disney Plus now. But I think that's pretty much going to wrap up this week's um, episode. Again, a huge thank you to all of our Patreon and YouTube channel members for um, your support. And again, we'll do a live chat Q&A on Sunday night. I'm also, again, just a huge thank you to everyone for tuning in. Check us out over at whatsonatdisneyplus.com. And we shall see you guys in another episode. Later. Later. I'd like to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube channel members for their support. You can become a member from as little as $2 a month and you get access to our weekly Q&A and much more.